Stone Mountain, Georgia, Snellville, Georgia, and East Cobb, if I'm remembering right. It's yes. the same room with the bottles. It is the same wine cellar in East Cobb with the bottles, where we chopped but got stopped. Mm. That wasn't getting, that bad. You said I was going to hate it. I didn't. That was a little bit of an eye roll moment. It was like, well, no, I was waiting for some big payoff, and I, you know, you were like, oh, you're going to hate this. I'm like, eh. Guys, I can't win here. It is the Five Takes Podcast, <laughs> and we are back. We're back. Like uh, the NHL in Atlanta? Maybe? What? Maybe? New that development proposed in that Forsyth County. That is a candy That's going to be bigger than the battery with a new stadium that can hold 20,000. We Why? thrashing again? Why? Why? It's Why not? not? It never works. Poor ownership in the past. It's it can work hot. again. The past yeah, is not it, indicative it, 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 of the it, future. Yeah. It, it has Which is going to be the theme of tonight. The past is not indicative of the future. I just choked on my wine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it might happen. I don't know. Look, I really enjoy going to Gladiator games. I it wasn't so I mean, far away. Hey, I ran sound for them for like almost a year for an really? entire the season. Glad? Two seasons. How did I not know this? Back in, know back, this. In Osa, uh, back in 2007 and 2008 when I worked there. Oh, I was still I, in I went there all the I was time in North Carolina. In, oh, yeah. I went there all the time in 2007 and 2008, and we had like a weekend ticket package there and love the Gladiators. My daughter was one of the Let's Play Hockey kids. See? There you go. Oh, so if, do they if still it, have... Okay, let me ask you this. This is slightly... Okay. Here's the derailment, Jennifer. This is where all this... This is where this happens. Um, so when, when I was doing it back in the day, um, they had what I believe to be the best defender they had a defender with what in my opinion is the best last name for a person that plays hockey ever his name was mike vigilante yes oh yeah is he, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. he is he still there i would love no, to he, know if he is but i it was like mike vigilante it was no, just like yeah okay is, well you were you also win. the pa on this were you the pa announcer on, on no i wasn't the physical it no really but i no, but i did i did the i did the um the audio cue ins and everything like that so yeah i did some of that got it yeah. all right uh, he, he's well. now like the senior vice president of independent risk management of something oh well that's interesting yeah. wait well hold up you're telling me that a man Yes. The last name of Vigilante is yes. Risk Management. Okay, sure. Anyhow, yeah. y'all, um, we're back, and and Jennifer's back, and 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 Kristen is here, and I I'm, I'm here, here, and and this is going to be a remarkably positive episode. <laughs> I could I could feel it deep in my bones. Um, hey, I got I got a little bit of that out of my system already, so we'll see how I'll see how the rest of my snark goes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, someone's got to keep us positive, even, uh, even if it has to be me and, um, I'm largely, uh, not positive about some other things going on with some other club I know, uh, unlike yours, congratulations, you thrashed, absolutely thrashed leads, uh, today, 6-1. Which is really great. I'm all for scoring lots of goals. It's great for confidence and everything like that. But for the, for fucking love of God, if we, if we go nil-nil against, bottom table teams it doesn't help speaking of bottom table teams Jesus. tottenham wow tottenham uh wow. handed You're the lucky l I didn't just sign off right now that was 
Tottenham handed wow. the L by Michael B. Bournemouth. Uh, Actually, that's who I was going to mention. We went nil-nil against Bournemouth, but we what? put up a six-piece against Leeds and seven against Manchester United and nine earlier in the season against who I fucking can't remember. But we go nil-nil against Bournemouth. Do, do you really just not like me? Is is that what this is? This is this is just you know punishment. <laughs> Look, I you are hey, no, both, Glenn. both of you are ahead of us in every other metric. That's on also the table, true. The feeling, the vibe, the the everything. Todd Bowley came out today and said, uh, giving the team a little ownership pep talk. You know, get in the locker room and. You know, get the boys up for coming back 2-0 on Real Madrid in the tie tomorrow. Uh, says the, the level of play uh, has been embarrassing for his $750 million investment. Uh, he's not wrong. He's also completely unaware of how complicit he is in said embarrassment. No, and, and that's the thing. He is truly and completely ignorant of his... lack Of what he... Th- yeah, of his actual contribution to it because he just doesn't know he just doesn't know is that really his fault only if he's well only if he's been told and ignores it which i would assume he's been no he's a grown-ass man it's his fault Mm -hmm. no okay but is that better or is is that better or worse than daniel levy who just doesn't care what do glenn what do we say about (laughs) what do we say about tottenham though spur is gonna spur yeah, Chelsea going to Chelsea. Like, my lord. No, I, no, no. Because I, I literally, my across the street neighbor it mm-hmm. was there when you guys beat. Remember, mm-hmm. I told you that last week. My across mm-hmm. the street neighbor was there right when up. Spurs beat uh, the team last week, the three to two, that I was like, meh. But this, they're there now. They're, they're coming back tomorrow. And I'm pretty sure they caught that game too. They were able to catch two while they were out there. What? How how is it that you guys go like this? It's such an amazing high, and then it it's and then it goes back down, then it goes back up again, and that's that's what we say is we're Spurs gonna spur because it just spursy. seems to happen. Yeah, it's it seems to. Own, it's it's kind of like it the spurts. Word, it, no, no, no. It's kind of like the word fuck. It's completely versatile. You can use it as every form of speech. <laughs> and, um, it's just, it's a state of True. being. That's it's amazing. A state of being. And Saturday was totally a very Spursy day. Yeah, it, it is. And I, and it's, I, I feel, um, sometimes I feel bad for Spurs fans because it's, it's not fair. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be. It, it's like this every week, man. No. It's like that. That's crazy. Chelsea's having a bad season of, of, of bad seasons for all of the reasons that they're having. For, Liverpool has dealt with injuries that have come in and out and in and out and in and out. We're not finishing the games and the chances that we should finish. We're not having the same kind of season that Chelsea's having. We're not having the same season that Spurs is having. Y'all are still doing better than us. We have the talent. We should be doing better. I just don't get how Spurs cannot get themselves together for enough periods of time to win any medal. You know? It's crazy. If you figure that out, can we like pay you a hundred million dollars and yes. hire you to figure that? Because yeah, but I'm yeah, but I but that I I don't know. I got nothing. I don't, I don't know either. I just you know, it's like going to synagogue. I just suffer. <laughs> See, this is this is a fairly new experience for a blue. 
we've had our ups and downs. It's been a while. We have it's finished. We have finished tenth, and then come back next season and win the league. Yeah. But this is the darkest timeline. It's been a while. It feels very hopeless. It feels non-committal from the players, mm. which at this point um, I kind of get. I don't approve of, but they have nothing to play for. None mm. of them want to get injured because they're all looking at moves. Right. I'm sure. Except they're not because well, they were bought and paid are. for. And no one uh, else that, can that afford means them. nothing. You can still move these guys on. Uh, there's plenty of that can always I mean, happen. Contracts yeah. mean nothing. We signed Graham Potter to a five-year, $55 million deal. He's gone in six months. <sighs> True. No, that, and that's very Chelsea. Um, but look, over the past two decades, we have won 21 trophies. Mm-hmm. We can fill our trophy cabinet and Spurs. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're making the money gesture. I've held that. I've had that. No, um, it's the world's smallest violin playing My oh, Heart Bleeds ah, for you. Ah, I got you. That too. All Look, your suffering, you've got 21 trophies. I know. I know. So the one year of suffering, woe is me. No, I, I get mm-hmm. it. But it has been tough having your club sold and then directionless, completely and utterly directionless. And okay. what so you were we saying, Kristen, about <laughs> yeah. like what's gone what's gone wrong um, and, and it, is Bowley to blame? Yes. He's a very rich man. Yes. Roman Abramovich was a very rich man. Mm-hmm. He didn't, neither of them know jack about soccer. True. Building a team, building a culture, so on and so forth. Right. Roman hired people who, who did. <laughs> he put the right oh. people in place. Bowley came in from the jump and said, I'm going to do it all. Yeah. And finally, we have people in place. Now, I think we have uh, like two or three uh, owners, air quotes, two technical directors, two sporting directors. We had one cook in the kitchen, and now we got like 30. Mm. It's panic. It's panic in every direction, and now we got the the owner coming in the locker room saying that, that it, it ain't good enough with taking no responsibility himself, and it's just, it's just depressing. Um, I'm going to wear a jersey tomorrow. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm going to show up on set with... With the kid on, I'll have it on my phone at the cart, you know, as we're as we're rolling. And fortunately, the show I'm on right now is is a very nice show, and I'll have time to kind of glance at it. Because it's so much more fun to uh, watch the train wreck live yes. than it is to watch it Correct. on the news at six o'clock. I'll be honest; I did not watch the game this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to I had to work, so I only caught like the first fifteen minutes, and then I listened to the rest of it. Uh, uh, the radio call as I was driving up to Rome, Georgia, where I was shooting on Saturday. And I only just today forced myself to watch the extended highlights. Mm-hmm. And it's just trash. Credit mm. to Brighton. They were bright. <laughs> yeah. And they hammered us in every facet of the game, outplayed us in every facet of the game. And they had a wonder strike at, at the end. We, we had nothing. I had three shots. They had 26. <laughs> okay. it's, it's just what? not good. It's just you, not who good. Had, who had the most, and we're, I know this Premier League uh, tangent is, is getting long. This is an actual, an MLS. Uh, <laughs> an MLS based show. show. Yes, generally. Yes, Glenn, but just who to had, make you feel, hold on. Just to make you feel sure. a little bit better about your current prospects. Go it ahead. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. You could be, you could be an SKC supporter. Oh my and word. they still haven't won. Wholesale changes needed there. But who do you think 
on Chelsea's squad, even if you can't, just give me the the player position. Okay. If you don't know the names. Who had the most completed passes and most touches in our game versus Brighton? Keppa. Yep. <laughs> the fucking goalkeeper. Oh my god. Look, I know stats can be padded. Keeper can take a bunch of touches, back passes, what have you. Nah, man. Nah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so that's depressing. <laughs> I was going to say. Are you uh, optimistic after this week's uh, Atlanta United match? I'm I feel much better about Atlanta United than I do about uh than I do about Chelsea Football Club. Um I, I don't know how, how how you y'all well I do kind of know how y'all feel about this, but before we get into it, let's shout out uh Mason Mill Chiropractic real quick. Um their phone number is 404-321-0082 and they are raffling shirts away and still selling shirts. Sold a couple more this week. It's very, very cool. We really appreciate everyone going there. It helps us a whole lot when uh, people show up and they just happen to mention uh, the pod and how they got there. And for what it's worth, the shirts that have been uh, purchased or raffled off on on here or there, I haven't known any one of them personally um, who have who have uh, won or bought a shirt. So that's very cool that the the reach is of the pod is is kind of going and branching out well beyond just our personal friends and, and contacts and family members. Uh, our last episode, I attribute this entirely to, to Jennifer, uh, was the biggest uh, bump, uh, number of downloads, listens that we have ever had. The Jennifer bump is real. It's wow. real. Wow. Um, so that's not so spursy at all. Um I got the so there you go. It's, it's very, it's very cool. She's it's feeling very, very cool. verklempt. Yeah, it's very cool. No, it's 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 humbling and uh, exciting. So uh, really appreciate everybody's support and really appreciate everyone going to Mason Mill. Not only supporting us, but support yourself. Seriously, even if they weren't sponsoring us, and there was a time when when they didn't, and Chris and I were just shouting them out anyhow because we think it's an important part of your health and that everyone should go. And they are the best in town. Um, no offense to the joint chiropractic. I know they're the official chiropractor of Atlanta United. I think Mason Mill's better. I was going to um, say, are they though? Or do they just give money to the team? <laughs> kind of. Which it happens here. But like I said, it's not just their financial support. We have been going there. Yeah. Uh, we we are. That's what I mean. We're actually. Long before Atlanta United actually, was a club. Right. We are actually patients there as opposed to, do you think anybody on Atlanta United goes to the joint? No. Uh, there you go. No, I don't, I don't think they so. Probably probably. Get, they could probably get a discount if they wanted to, but no, I don't think that they do. That's not the I point. We are actually patients. I don't think so. Or maybe practice. that's what, that's why we had so many injuries last year. Maybe everybody was going to the joint. Oh, they, <laughs> they crack them and pack them. All right. Well, um, Anyhow, Mason Mill, they're great, and everybody should go. And we appreciate them selling shirts and raffling one off. And, uh, well, let's raffle off another one. Do, do either of you want to do a, a, a code word? Mm. You got, any, got anything in mind, Kristen? Do you want to take another swing at it? 
<laughs> I was going to say the word the word of my life right now. Yes. Is, <laughs> and this is going to be the fun one. We will we will accept the word in any form does not have to be the correct spelling. Convalescence. Oh my lord. Convalescence. Con- conv- is that a word? Yes. Yes. It is? Yes. Convalescence. It means to to rest and to feel better. And to recover after and a sickness. And to recover after a sickness, or in my case, isn't a that, surgery. Isn't that, but isn't that to convalesce? Convalescence is a word? Yes. Yes. Okay. I guess we're going with convalescence, y'all. Um, I have no idea how to spell that shit. Um, <laughs> like I said, we'll accept any. <laughs> speak it Speak it into your, into your phone. It will know how to spell it. So that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There's your code word. Good luck with the the spelling. <laughs> and uh, hit us up. Uh, uh, last week, uh, the first person was on Instagram in the timeline. So that works. Instagram, Twitter, a DM, an email, and uh, whoever gets it first come, first serve, we will send you a shirt. Or you can come pick it up or meet me at the match or whatever. I will not be able to be at this Sunday's match for the fire. Yeah. I will be down in uh, in Florida. We had um, uh, Lily had a death in the family. It's all good. Um, one of those that's expected, but still, you know, death is hard. Uh, whether it's um, slow or quick, it's it's always difficult to lose a loved one. So I will be down in in Florida uh, for a little service down there. But I will be able to watch, and I think we'll still be able to do a pod as as well, uh, just from Orlando. Who the twos um, beat handedly? Yes, last night, mm-hmm. three to one, their yep. first win, and it was a really good win for the twos. So, fun uh, fact: oh, Did oh, you know Orlando on, still um, in full effect? Did Did you know on uh, your MLS on your uh, MLS uh, Plus subscriptions on Apple TV Plus, you get twos games. You get the and, twos MLS Next um, Pro. Soccer down here is providing uh, live radio coverage that you can also play back and listen to, which yes. is pretty cool yes. for the second team to get that level of media coverage. And I think it's it's warranted because totally look at all the homegrown talent the the squad the academy's been producing and the squad the squad's been producing. So you know, yeah, you can't even there. Braves games like AAA and stuff like that isn't even broadcasted, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like that's. I don't know of any other club that's doing that. It's offering that kind of coverage from a local broadcaster uh, from soccer down here and, and John Nelson and, and Jason Longshore and, and those guys. It's really cool. No other club is, is giving that kind of attention to their, their second team. And it's great to be able to watch it on MLSNextPro.com or on Apple, Apple TV, but to have the radio coverage as well. Mm-hmm. It's something this team has always, despite our ups and downs, has always done really well is focusing on the youth, developing the youth. And it's, yeah, our, our academy, our academy program and everything that we have is, uh, is really, is really super important because it continues the culture. It it, it starts to breed. I don't want to say breed, but it it does breed the culture a little bit. Yes. On a farm. Yeah. On Um, a farm. But, but it does, but I mean, think about that, you know, like if it's not, if it's not taught, that mm-hmm. being a professional soccer player is possible from from it, a it young gives age. Kids pathways, it really right, does. and yeah. of which they might not have had before. You know, like Correct. I, I literally, I played softball my entire 
my entire life still still do you know as as a rec ball obviously you know would have played in college if i'd gone that route um i did get recruited but um there was no path for me beyond college until the 96 olympics and then after the olympics there was a professional fast pitch team for i i believe it went two seasons it may have only been one um and then it went away because popularity <laughs> went away and what have you but 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 that being said there isn't one now again for 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 girls softball so um you know i went into that knowing that my career as a softball player would most likely stop in college uh, so it was a way to get to college if I wanted to do that, you know, that would have been, a, that would have been a way to do it, but there is no professional, uh, softball league, you know, in that, in that way. So, um, it makes you have, you, you know, you can still have the love for the sport and the love for playing and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's all it's ever going to be. So knowing breeding that culture of this is what could be, I mean, that's what little kids who want to who dream about playing basketball or baseball and football and stuff like that. Soccer should be there too. Well, Pineda talked about that. Pineda talked about that this week in some of his media availability with, you know, regard to Wiley getting the call up, which we called here just saying, Um, but that uh, happened sooner than we thought it would. It, well, especially to the senior men's team, because we were talking about U-20s. We weren't talking about yes, senior ma'am. men's team. Uh, so big ups to, to Caleb for going out and, you know, repping, repping cool. 13 stripes in addition to the five stripes. Um, but Pineda was talking. <laughs> thank you. That's good. Uh, thank you. But uh, but yeah, Pineda was talking about, you know, Wiley coming up through the academy system here and seeing a guy like Miles and the attention mm-hmm. that Miles was getting and Miles mm-hmm. – getting, you know, breaking through with the U.S., you know, with the U.S. men's team. And now all these kids that are coming up behind Caleb that are seeing this happen for Caleb, uh, that are seeing it happen to Machop, right? Like they they see- It's really important. It's really important that you have those role models and that you see aspirations are, you know, can be turned into achievements. We underestimate, and by we, I mean just in general as as a fan base. I think we underestimate the importance of- providing those opportunities i didn't have those opportunities when i was a kid uh either which is why i'm in film um also i was shit so you know there's 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 that i was gonna say let's not kid ourselves that's not the only yeah no i was one good coach away from going pro yeah 100 percent no (laughs) i was a right look i was a right back that didn't know what to do with the ball at my feet and all i could do was just ugly tackles i just racked up yellows that was it that's pretty good um but it's really important and it's not just the success of what we do with our youth development programs in the academy it's not just a like success out of that those programs isn't just okay this player came up to the first team who knows what the what these kids are going to go on to do with their lives and the skill sets they're learning, the life lessons they're learning, whether they become a professional athlete or not. Many of them will in maybe not in, with, with us, but with somewhere else, but providing those opportunities for, for kids is in and of itself massive and something that I don't think the club gets enough recognition for. And I get that because the focus is the first team and winning trophies. And that's, that's the stated goal of this of this club, but it's a really big part of the club and its involvement in the community, in the state, and just the growth of this game in this country. That has to 
spread like wildfire amongst every other MLS team. And that's how we become a, a soccer country. And, and it's it's interesting to hear you say that because I think there's a lot of people that don't see the ripple effect that what about what Atlanta United has done with its grassroots outreach program, right? You yeah. now have you know the Tormenta in South Georgia that are the USL. We're great. Won it last year. Two track champions. And Let's go. Like two teams out in West Georgia. There's one in Carrollton. Then there's another, and you've got the Revolution yep. up in Athens. So you have all these like semi-pro teams that you'll hear about with the U.S. Open mm-hmm. Cup coming on and things like that. But like these teams didn't exist and these kids did no. not have a place to play up until Atlanta United started being Atlanta 100%. United. 100%. None reach, of this was here when we were kids. None and, of this. And part of that is the reach and the scouting of the academy. There are kids And that doesn't that just happen. That no. doesn't just happen. I don't know. It takes a lot of commitment, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. A, a lot of will of like we're a commitment. We are going to do this and they do it well. And I, I just want to recognize that. So anyhow, um, here we go. Moving on to, on to takes that I am largely more positive on, I will say, I think uh, for, for this result in the match. Uh, so I'm probably going to get some pushback here, but that's, that's, that's a good thing. I don't want this always to be just, Everybody in in total agreement, and we should we should balance each other out a little bit here. So, here, you guys balance me here. I'll start out with I I think this is actually what what you would be in line with. Starting out, we have to say I think we have to say when looking at this match that we, it's two points dropped. Full stop. There, yeah. There's plenty of good things to take away from this, and I will talk about those. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, is we missed out on a potential of a statement win here. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, one of one of the positive things that I'll take away from that is I think the whole team and a lot of the fan base is looking at it that way too. That's the mentality that I want. A, a draw, like you you've said, you've both said, it's not good enough. Especially, especially when the win is right there. You gotta expect more. You gotta expect to be able to close games out when you had it. And, and you that, were down and men, yeah, and that really is a team, and that really is a team that we not only have to beat, but really, really should beat. Yes. It's regardless Even on of, the road, right? Regardless of how we feel about Toronto, we have to look at what what they mm-hmm. are and who they are as a team, where they are positioned in the table. That has to be three points. We cannot lose to teams that are that much farther down on the table than us. And we didn't lose, but what I mean is that we can't drop points you. to them either. It is that has to be we have to get the 3 points where the 3 points needs to come from and then we can do the fighting with the games that need fighting. That is not one where we should drop, like you said, and at the death at the last moment that is not it's not okay. It's not good enough. It's the demarcation line for me. Like mm. it's it's a good team walks away from that with a draw a great team a team that is going to go on to do great things is not going to let that happen you know what would have made it uh, if we had seen it out an even bigger statement because what's the knock on atlanta almada yeah Mm -hmm. it's 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 almada right he wasn't there Ibarra. I don't think I don't there. think we needed Goose them. Out. If we could 
and we didn't up until we the last proved, 30 seconds. We yeah, up until the last we, 30 seconds we, we could play without him. We, now, yes, exactly. Would we and have scored more? Maybe. Maybe. Might have been 3-1. Maybe. But Gigi's but we out. We did show and that's I know and Gigi out. But th- this is what gives me a little bit of um good vibes mm. about the match is that we were able to put in that kind of performance without two DPs. No, and I completely Without agree. Without goose. It's so hard. It is so hard for me to sit here and say that there aren't good things to take away from the match. Because I'm not going to say that because there are. Do I yeah. still feel good about the game as a whole? Parts of it. You can feel good that we were able <sighs> to produce, to score, to put in a performance. Right. Missing really, really important key players. But Just it doesn't it matter at the end. I, I'm, I think it's still that's matters. what I said. That's what I said earlier. They do not give you an asterisk on the table for being an also ran and an almost there because we spent all yeah. of last year being almost there. It's yeah. true. There are okay. positives, but that doesn't no. mean that yeah. it was a, that it was, you know, that it was good in the end because you have to be able to see it through. None of those things end up mattering if you can't walk away with the win. It's just, and like I was saying, if we had been 2-2 throughout the, for, for 40 minutes, if it had been 2-2 from the 65th minute, that would be a different conversation. You would have it to because be it's able. The same result. Yes. Yes, of course it would. Why? Because it, because, because it comes down, game. because everything you did all the way up until the 91st minute mattered up until you let that last goal in. But it's the then same it result. doesn't matter. But it's the same result. But you were you, saying it doesn't matter if you drop points. It's dropped points either way. So why does it matter? Because it's if a it different. Was it's a because it's a different match. Oh, two on? two from the sixty fifth minute on is way different than being two one and how? losing it at the death because you can't figure out how to see a game out. Well, we could, if you're two two, you couldn't figure out how to win it. You couldn't figure out how to score another goal. Also there true. There would still be things no. you wouldn't be able to figure out. So no, you're one hundred percent. No, you're one hundred percent right about that. Oh, our attack isn't working. We haven't figured out how to score or yes, Almada, and that's what I said. Gigi, but and we that, would be criticizing that. And it would, but it would be a different conversation. Yeah, but it would still be the same result. But no, no, you're right. And I can also I could sit here and bitch. Hold on, I'm going to say one more thing. I could sit here and bitch (laughs) all day long about this because at the end of the day, it shouldn't come down to that either. Because we did have a couple of other chances. Had we finished those, it could have been four or five to two, and then that last goal at the death doesn't matter. Also, I'm not naive. I understand that. I do. But the reality of the situation is that it was 2-1 in the 76th minute, and for 14 minutes, we couldn't see it through. And that's where, and I even said that earlier, I said the defense was doing great until that moment. You cannot let up, because then it doesn't matter how great you did for 14 minutes, because you let go. They have to stop having the brain farts. This is a team that has consistently, over the last yes. three seasons, had yes. brain farts that come back big time to bite them in the butt. And frankly, this is one of the reasons why you hate the Red Bulls. I hate Toronto. Because Toronto is always a gut punch. They find some way to, like, literally take They have punched out. us in the gut a lot, yeah. haven't they? They just, mm-hmm. you know, they do the whole seppuku thing where they slice open your gut and throw <laughs> your entrails out on the table while you watch the steam rising from them. It's never good with That's them. a visual. I mean... <laughs> Red Bulls are annoying. Philly is annoying. They roll around. They don't want to play soccer. They muck everything up. 
Toronto does all that and then beats us in ways that right feel terrible. And we didn't even lose. No, we still just, got a point, but it right. feels like they beat us because we didn't trauma. beat them. I think this is more past yes, trauma. Of course it is. Else. Of Are course not- it is. Maybe we'll get um, an addition to uh, our chiropractic sponsor. Maybe we'll pick up uh, BetterHelp.com or some therapist. <laughs> in that regard, too. Take care of your physical and your mental. That's right. Um, I'm wondering what y'all make of number two. And if you think I'm reading too much into it, that mm. I think that it's still a bit of a statement to beat this club at any point for any team in the regular season. Because, and I'm sure every supporter feels like this about their team we always seem to get like the best performance right you're always feeling like whoever you're playing against is really showing up and maybe they wouldn't have showed up against another team am i fabricating this out of thin air is this just my feeling or is do you genuinely feel like yes i mean every club wants to beat every other club yeah but is it is it does it mean more to beat atlanta united can I can I start? I'll please, start. Please, please, okay, because I, so I don't really know where to go with that. To I, I kind of, I kind, I kind of vibe with that because, you know, I know Andre Blake is a tremendous goalkeeper, one of my favorite players in the league that doesn't play for Atlanta United. Tops. Uh, Andre Blake shows up against us in ways that he doesn't show up for a lot of other, mm. a lot, a lot of other teams. I have uh, one that I can remember that that happened with too. Sean, Sean Johnson, like oh, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it's like goalies come in and do stand hit, on their do, head. Yeah, they stand on their head the entire match, and I don't know if it's just it really seems to be like goalies in particular really get up for it. Sure, yeah. and I think you can kind of track that back to you know we are one of the larger, if not the largest, media presence in the league. Our games are on national, nationally cover covered, you know, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, up until last season, right? Like it's kind of us in LAFC for yeah. the most part. Like it that's p- pretty much who they look at up, oh, this is who we're gonna cover because who wants to watch Atlanta play Charlotte? Right? You know, I mean it's it's not exactly the most intriguing match. It's not this, you know, big old rivalry or no whatever. both both Atlanta and LA make headlines big signings yeah. la little glitz and glamour but yeah, we also have, results we have, and trophies yeah, and we've we had have, that as well not recently but you're right it is and we have the big flashy stadium yeah. with the big flashy sponsors and money big, big flashy money and big club players feel, big club feels so um, I, so no maybe you're not completely yeah you know wrong about that you'd almost yeah. have to ask you'd have to ask other fans but, from other places and i don't mean our our and I don't mean that actual the... rivals either. Yeah. Like you'd have to ask somebody like Portland as an example, like, does it, is it a big deal to come to Atlanta and try to, and, and actually beat us? You know, like, mm. is that, is that big for y'all considering like, even with the small amount of history, cause they're way over there. Like I wouldn't ask Orlando because we know how we feel about Orlando. I wouldn't ask Red Bulls and I probably wouldn't ask like even Charlotte because we don't have enough history with them. I would ask somebody like, nashville i would ask somebody like new england i think those would be you know some some actual teams in our mm-hmm. division that that would be worth asking even columbus because i don't have a problem with columbus i just don't care one way or another about them you know they mm-hmm. they they beat us in uh, in one particularly crucial game you know that very very first playoff game ever but like i don't care one way or another about them so that would be interesting like how did y'all feel about coming here you know 
But um, I know Bill Hamid feels ways about us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you know, yeah, I don't know. I, and I don't mean for it to be an excuse of, oh, we're a big club, so we have harder matches by default because everybody's playing no. their best against us. Not, no, no but I don't think I that's just, what you mean at I all, and I don't think that's the case either. Yeah, I think it's just more a credit to the club. And I think you talked about it earlier when you talked about what a great game, you know, Brighton, Brighton played against Chelsea. You think the Brightons and the Leeds and the Bournemouths of the world do not get up to play the top five. Yeah, you know, it's a big Although to be deal. fair, Brighton is actually in what fifth look, place well, right look, now? It's a big it's a big deal to be a big club. Chelsea is a big club. Yeah. And regardless of how well we they are, are not doing. We are easy pickings right now. So if you are a club that is out there, yeah. looking to get you a statement. Come play us. You'll win. <laughs> All right, number three. No, I was going to say the last thing I was going to say is that I and you know how I feel about this is that to be the best, you have to beat the best. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that a team like fuck, even like Brentford or something like that, which we you know how we have it. We have our own little tricky. We have our we have our little you know places in our hearts for Brentford. I love them. But I don't think that they're going to go into place like Stamford Bridge, knowing what a, a beleaguered Chelsea team is going through right now. Beat y'all three to two, let's just say, and feel as good about it as if they would if you guys were playing at your best. I would. So, I feel great about it. <laughs> so what I mean, it. so what I mean is, is that teams last year that came into Atlanta knowing what we were facing probably aren't going to feel. You'd be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we beat Atlanta. Well, they're in 11th place. Whoop-de-doo for us. You know, like, it, what I'm saying is if they came in, came I mean, in, I if think we were if in you second brand place. Yourself, I think if you brand yourself as a big club, which Atlanta does. Yeah. Which Chelsea does, just by default, it is just a big club. It, yes. You can't escape that. And it's always, I don't okay. care Maybe true. what they're and for us, level it, is at. yeah. For us, it's hard to be in the forest to see and see the forest yeah, from the trees sure. as it is yeah. because we are Atlanta fans. If if we were outside, we that's why I'm saying we'd have to ask. We like, how do you guys feel about beating us this year versus last year? You know, like ask Columbus that. You know, that'd be a good that'd be a good person to ask. Alrighty, yeah. Injuries, those are starting to matter again. Hopefully, uh, speaking of which, listen. Speaking of last year, Brad Almada, mm-hmm. now Gigi. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Tiago is just precautionary. It's what mm-hmm. uh, Gonzo and staff have said so far, and and that's fine. Mm-hmm. We do have U.S. Open Cup coming up, a bunch of games coming, and so far, I think we're handling the absences really well. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we miss Goose, which is a bigger loss than I think some give credit for, um, mm-hmm. but credit to Quentin Westberg. Thought he did really well. A little bit of miscommunication mishaps. That's going to happen when you got somebody new back there. It's just what's going to happen. But in spite of missing some of our best players, still finding ways to get performances and results. Mm-hmm. Feels like the team is remembering last year a little a little bit and just saying, no, fuck that. We're, we're not going down that road again. We will just next man up mentality this thing. But... That being said, hopefully the injuries don't pile up. You can handle one, two, three absences, four, five, six, seven, 
at, at some point, and I don't know what the, that line is, what the point is, it does become insurmountable. And we just got to hope to God that doesn't happen because this is MLS and you can't just have a Chelsea-sized squad with world-class players who don't know how to play together um, <laughs> waiting in the wings to come on and, and step up. If you're, And if you, I don't you, think you, we, we have We have that. good depth this year. We have good depth this year. Toll's been a really good example of that. Toll's been a really good example of that. I'm gutted for him. Absolutely gutted for him that he didn't have the game winner. One of those guys that has stepped up and to get his first goal against a team that we hate, you know, playing in a role in in a position that he's not used to playing. He's not a 10. No. And he gets it. He's, and then he takes off his shirt and it says Anton oh, forever. I cried. I cried. He is such a good dude. He is so well liked in this team. It's going to take people like him and others with that next man up mentality. If this is going to become a thing. So I'm going to blow a little sunshine. Because I think this is a little different than than last year. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about the depth and breadth of what we were dealing with last year, as yeah. I knocked on the wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a bunch of guys that were reserve players last year that were forced into starting duty that got a lot of experience. And yes, we were missing Ibarra, but Ibarra's coming back next week, right? And, you know, Hosetu's improved and Caleb Wiley has, you know, a Big whole time. year of starting under his butt. So we're not talking about the lack of experience and the lack it's of game time that was spent. And as I said last week, the locker room this year just feels and looks different it does 100 percent. but the mentality and and we might have to talk about this in more depth come may 7th but you know the mentality shift of where we are as a team and a cohesive unit and the way these guys seem to have each other's backs is not any kind of feeling that i think anybody got last year at any point no yeah. So and a lot of that was due to just the the injuries and the lack of results and it's I mean it's hard to feel good when you ain't winning. It's it's wearing. God it's- help the sporting locker room right now. I mean my my lord 3-0. Yeah. Blanked against San Jose who are not some top tier opposition that that club needs wholesale changes. I th- I think they're in full on crisis, but you're right. It's the vibe is different, you know, this year. And it- there, it's not just like something that you can't put your finger on. There are things, there are tangible things that we can point to. Like you were saying, a lot of the Academy players and quote air quote depth pieces last year just didn't have the experience. They've had that this year and they're still here. They've dealt with the worst injury season we've ever seen here. And maybe they're a little bit more prepared for that. And just having that toughness, that resilience to say, okay, fine. If it's going to happen, we're not going to end up like we were last year. Like we're just going to somehow step up, have each other's backs. And La Banda 3.0, we're like, this is going to happen this year. 
totally, willing totally. it, making it so. That's that. That's I. I think they're not. They're not at a point in time where they're so jaded that they're just you know giving up the ghost. And and that's right. where you need them to be because there is never going to be the perfect season with no injuries and no adversity or whatever. And let's be real: if you didn't have adversity to overcome in sports, would we actually watch it? It'd be boring. It would be boring. It's the called wins- Man City. <laughs> Well, and to be, you know, uh, 2018, I, I, I don't remember anybody with any significant injuries in 2018. That's true. And look, Philadelphia really you know didn't deal with injuries time. last year. You, you yeah, do need help. No, you're right. But but that's part of the formula of a winning right. season is not having injuries. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're saying you're never going to get through a season spotless. No, I get that. And I think for me, it's that one, two, three, four ish injuries. And once you start getting past that, especially if it's week after yeah. week, like a couple injuries here and you're healthy for a few weeks and you have another one. Okay. That's yeah. to be expected. It just last year, it was, it was every a, week. It was every, every week. Every week. Every well, and they, and we weren't getting them back. Right. It was just, it Correct. was, it was, they weren't short term injuries. No. Yeah. It was months. it was just months and months and months. We had we lost two people to ACL tear or uh, um oh, sorry Achilles tears. Achilles, and yep. that's such a fluke. Was it you that's pointed that out, Jennifer? I, that it's it such a three. fluke injury, and three. and it was actually three. Yeah, it was actually three, and then and happen? then two AC and then two ACLs. Right, right. And right Ozzie. which Ozzy should be coming back soon Sometime. in the next week or two. That could be really. That could be really big. He's not going to get 90 minutes. He's no, was never supposed to be a 90 minute guy from the jump. But you want a guy that can the... close. You want a guy that can help close out a match like hey. There you go. Well, that's, that's, that's the that's a veteran presence, which is what we were mostly missing yep. out of Goose last year with him yep. not being there. So with Goose out again, we we do need that veteran. We need somebody just going. You go there. You go there. Push up, guys. Come on. Move this way. Move that way. You know, just somebody that can just be, a, you know. I'm not saying Ozzy's going to come in and be the captain because I think there's more to it than just having experience. But, I mean, yeah, we need somebody that, yeah. We need, we need our that. Grandpa Simpson old man yells at Cloud. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to yeah. be missing more players. Caleb is going to get called up for U20. He's going to be gone for a month. Yeah. In addition to his senior uh, call up here. And there's going to be more. And there's going to be match compression. Mm-hmm. I do think we're better equipped for it this year. Because of what we went through. I think last you're right. Year. Yeah. And the year before. And you're right. A lot of those twos players did gain a lot of really valuable experience last year. And the twos and in the right pre-season now are looking very good. Also. Yeah, so good. The twos so, this year have looked better than they have before. So there are some players, even with playing regularly with the twos, no Cobb and what have you, mm-hmm. that could get called up here, especially for U.S. Open Cup. I'd be, I'd be very curious to see if they finally give Justin Garces a look, if he's back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if sure. he's back or not yep. yet. I haven't, I haven't looked, but you know, that was kind of one of the reasons I think Goose is still here is they were waiting to see what Garces was going to turn into before they committed Maybe. to going out and getting. You know, because I mean, look, you know, love Goose. Goose is the man, but, you know, 38 is still 38 and you do have to think about the future and no one's going to tell Goose not to get, I mean, you know, look how fast he came back from this one. Like, yeah, he was, 
more than three months of that schedule. Like, I mean, that's I, I, people don't realize that. Like, he went down on the one year anniversary, basically, of him going down with his Achilles last year. Mm. Which you know, Brutal. so you think about a thirty eight year old man who beat rehab by three months that is a monster amount of work that man has put in to get there and i fully expect he'll be back you know probably early july maybe maybe even for red bull in on the 24th of june because he will do the work and do whatever it takes to get himself back out there he's not going to give up and the mcl the good thing is too is that the mcl is not as bad mm -hmm. as an acl or an lcl because of where it's located um not to say that it doesn't suck, and I don't even know if he's having surgery. I assume I he did, um, because an actual tear, a full tear, usually needs surgery haven't, to repair. Haven't heard. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, hmm. I, I actually tore my ACL, but what's funny is that when I tore mine, I uh, learned a, a new word that week um, because mine was convalescence. A, no, it was a longitudinal code word again. It, it was a longitudinal tear. Which ah. meant that it, which meant that it tore down the center like that, as opposed to tearing like that. And for a the people, for tear. the for the people at home, what that means is that it basically tore down the center of the ligament, and therefore it was actually able to just heal on its own. I didn't have to have surgery. That I put might my, be the case. With I had views. a I had I've a major. Heard. I had a big you know crazy major knee brace, and I was immobile for about two weeks, and then I was able to start walking again. But I didn't have to have surgery, so um, some things can heal on their own um club hasn't said anything anytime you can avoid surgery, surgery then your your recovery time is going to be quicker so um well, the thing, you know, with, the thing with mcls is that they're not structural right like it's not a structural right. thing so it's really right. more about pain tolerance than anything else and how much can you take that stress right right so okay. and yeah and is he able to if it's non-surgical uh, uh how much uh rehab time is he going to need before he yeah. can really start working it out again so um but yeah but, i don't think he's done for the season I think we'll no. see. No, no, far from it. I'm yeah, wondering sure. how much rehab time Gigi will need, if any. I mean, it could be. We gotta get we gotta get plugged into the injury network. You know, like where 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 are you with that? Come on, Glenn. Like, yeah, I just googled. Where are your resources here? I just googled. I have not seen word one about um about him today, which is kind Nothing. of strange because they had been. Yeah. Pretty much disclosing everything like on Monday. Well, so not, I mean. So, we didn't hear anything about Goose till a couple of days later. True. We knew about Goose the Monday after, and today is the Monday after. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I think Jennifer just I thought. Went, I thought it was more like I thought it was more like <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday. But anyhow, maybe no news, good news. Uh, maybe just feel something, and it's it can be massaged out, and he can get back out there because he's been great. Yep. <laughs> he has. I been mean, a huge. Look, for four us. starts, four goals. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, it, it's exactly obvious. exactly what we it, needed. Yeah. It's obvious that the, uh, that the potential that the, that the club saw in him is real and we didn't have to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for him to, to kind of get his, to get himself going it was no he's better it was in immediately. fairly yeah it was fairly immediate i think that a, a good portion of that was that they were willing to go ahead and be like okay we gave you your sub in now here's your start now go do it and he went and did it i, I got you gotta love it in good spots um he's a poet with the head oh yeah i i i love what a team guy he is 
Like yeah. he is not afraid to go yeah. in. He sees if he doesn't like what he sees, he is not afraid to go in and mix it up. And he it's 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 a, he's really a very good two way player. And I, I don't agree. Think anybody's and he's a massive him, presence. You know, you score goals, and that's what people are going to talk about. But like he hustles back. There was um, it was it was a couple of matches ago where. I can't remember who we were playing off the top of my head, but like they were just messing around and rolling around on the pitch and, and he got sick of it and went out and tackled somebody and got a yellow card for it. Yeah. It was it, like the next play. It was like the yeah, next major like the next stoppage. Play. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember exactly that. And I, I remember making that exact same observation. I was just like, damn. All right. Enforcer. Abs- yep. And, and that was the Red take, Bulls. Taking it no shit. Yeah, Bulls. it was Red Bull. Um, yeah, it had to be. But uh, he wasn't taking it from anybody, and he was certainly capable of dishing it out. And that is really not something I think we've ever had in a striker position. Uh, Mm. You know, not that... No, Joseph put in some work more in his heyday of 17, 18, 19 on on both ends, but not to the extent that Gigi is. And as a player, as a teammate, what do you think they're feeling when they see a guy who, you know, it's your job, feed this man get him goals. It's his job. That's his job. to go. But when you see him doing a bit more, when you see him coming back and clearing balls out of the box, I think it going has to in be, on a it's tough gotta, tackle, it's got to make you feel good. It makes you want to work harder. I would him, think so. Doesn't it? Because you see that he's not just waiting on you to give me the ball so I can. He, score, he's not, he's not know? just, he's not you know a political, he's not a political hire as Glenn and I would say in, in the business, he's not just some guy who you went out and spent $4 million on and who you expect to just roam around up front and wait for, wait for the ball to get passed to him. He's playing like Jennifer said, he's playing two way ball and he's doing yeah, it with he's not gusto. Playing... He's doing it with passion yeah. and with force. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm not just a DP. I'm going to come in and I'm going to be part of this team. God damn it. And he's doing it. You just totally hit it on the head um, because, yeah, that's what I see, right? Like, imagine the immensity of the shoes he had to come in and fill. It was a big... We haven't even talked about that aspect of it it and how difficult that is to replace a legend. Right. You're talking about trying to plug Megatron's butthole. And, um... For real, like what that's that this is what he was really kind of the perfect hire for us because that's kind of what he's it's on and off the pitch. He's talking, you know, like a diva striker from some Euro league, whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm here to score goals. I'm big man, right? I'm big man, very big penis, score lots of goals. (laughs) Yes, no, they could have been that shitty. And, and it and doesn't seem to be so far. No, he does I not. I think they identified that in him in the in the scouting. Of that not he didn't just have a large sets. penis. Oh, yes. I, I don't know what we're talking no, about I'm anymore. Talk- no, more about uh, less about the penis, more about the guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the team yeah. guy, the chemistry. Will this guy fit in? Yeah. And, and is it this was what a, we need? Yeah, is what this, we need. This, it was a big, big big ask and as far as i'm concerned he has totally delivered and then some because he's he's come in and been that guy and he yeah that's the then some you're talking about and he's answered not just by doing his actual job which is to put the ball in the net but he's Mm -hmm. doing all these other things in addition yep which is so important for building a team relationship he's not just He's not a guy we brought in for one year. 
This is a guy where we're trying to con- who we're trying to meld in to to the team culture, and I think it's working. I- I'm very I'm I'm very happy with this signing so far. I really yeah, am. I'm I'm, 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 I'm happy with even... the guy. Yeah, I was just about to say I'm almost more pleased with <sighs> with that aspect of it of like the person, the character. I really want to know where man. he goes to get Greek food because there oh, has in to Atlanta? be Greek food in this Nick's. town. It's Nick's to go, right? It's Nick's. I, I don't know. Like, it, has he figured it out yet? Like, he, you know, he's oh, got to be homeless. He sick. makes his own. Come on, you know. I, I think I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be Nick's uh, of MLK near my best friend's bottle shop. I mean, that um, one's pretty good. I think, I think that's probably the best. The the quick uh, go to uh, uh, Greek in town. But we should we should ask him. He would be the one to ask. He would be able to tell us if it was mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. if it was crap or not. And I like Greek food. Um, and I like I like Greek goal scores. He's been great. Yep. And in in every in every way you you wanted him to be. And then like you were talking about the then some as well, which wasn't even does isn't even part of the deal. You know, like he's just given you that much more, and that's it's not nothing. It's it's every bit as important. I think, especially when it comes to overcoming adversity and keeping the team together with willing to fight for each other, etc. I, I he when we signed him, I kind of didn't want to like him, right? Like there, I I, I just I wasn't at a place in my heart where I could like this guy, and I can't not like him now. I just can't. He's I earned it. Like he's him. earned he's the respect. It. He's not he's, commanded yes. it. He's earned it. He's yep. come yep. in and he's wanted to do no the work to earn it. Yeah, he has. Give me that. Give me. Give me. A, give me a man who wants to earn it, who wants to work hard, and is skilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know he came from. He came from a large club in Scotland. He came from from arguably the largest, the if club. not the most. Huh? There's two clubs in Scotland, and that was one of them. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Aberdeen. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, yep. That's what we're talking so, about. and and before that, it's not like his career didn't exist before that too. So, for him sure. to for him to want to come, for him to agree to come. And want to come to us. That's another part of it. Wants to be here. Wants exactly. to be here. Exactly. Yeah. You we, can we, feel it. We could have we could have hired some rando for one no. year and, and had it been a big flashy Chicharito, Zlatan, Wayne That's Rooney never been kind us, of though. thing. No, but it could mm-hmm. have been. If they wanted to, they could have mm. just done that. I don't think and, they ever would. It's kind of felt like that maybe a right. little bit with PT, you know, but that wasn't the But I'm intent. saying to replace, I'm saying to 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 fill that hole after Joseph left because when Joseph was injured it was okay, what can we do to bide our time until Joseph comes yep. back? And now that Joseph is is officially no longer part of this team, it was not just fill the hole, it was make a new no, hole I, I, I don't know you, had, you know no, what i'm saying really I, 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 I understand a completely different foundation yeah you had to start you had to to, to find somebody that you to, were going to build into the culture so i knew the front office would try to do that i didn't think that they would be so successful immediately agreed okay, yeah at yeah, replacing agreed. a legend yeah this agreed. isn't a normal signing this right if he doesn't get injured it's that he much smashes wandalowski's record mm-hmm Straight yeah. up. Yeah. So anyhow, I, I I love him and I think the front office deserves a, a ton of credit. 
and the due diligence they mm-hmm. did in identifying the type of player, the type of man to bring in that this team needed at this moment. That's Kirk not easy to do. It's nope. not luck. It's nope. not luck. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think how, that how, how old is uh, he? Does it? How old Yorgos? is he? Yeah. I think he's in his mid twenties. I believe. Okay. You can effort that if you want. I'm trying. Okay. I just want to know. I want to know. You know what we could get out. Yeah, he's 28. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's 28. I want to know okay. what we can get out of him. You know, can we get three or four seasons? I think so. Oh, definitely. He yeah. Signed a four-year deal, didn't he? Yeah, he's signed a four-year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like realist, or, not just not it's just like a four or a three yeah. and an option. Not just cr- contractually, but realistically, can we get you know another you know four or five seasons out of a, out of a person, you know, a not, you know, a somewhat legacy player, because if he, you know, if he has a be. great career with us, then that's another legacy player. Well, I think I, the look, interesting, one, mm. I was going to say one of the interesting things about his signing is he's a player from Europe in his prime that wanted to play in MLS. Mm-hmm. Right. This isn't, so when his contract of, is up and when he's 31, 32, he's not going to look to move on to a, like a champions league team in, no. in Europe. He is no. spending his best years age-wise statistically right. speaking. Right, statistically speaking. Right, and that's what I'm saying is that we have That to says feel, a lot about a player about too. That. Right. that he wants to spend his best years with us. Mm-hmm. He thinks he can win a trophy here. Yeah. He ain't coming here, you know, I'm no. paychecks all that. He's being paid well. But you you know your your time as a professional athlete is fleeting. Mm-hmm. It's limited. You have a limited amount of years, uh, despite what Zlatan uh, thinks. Uh, you know, there comes a point where you will hang it up. Mm-hmm. And this is his best chance. And he, he I think he's, I think we will see a trophy with him. Maybe a couple. From your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I think Atlanta wins a trophy before Chelsea does. I'd agree with that. Right now? Because yeah. I don't know where you go from here, dude. You've got so much money. He's got so much money invested in it. I don't. I know exactly where he's we gonna go. have to clean out ha- the bottom. The championship. Yeah, come on. Let's. I want. I'm in for a relegation scrap. Okay. That would be a weird thing. Never had that with Chelsea. Nope. Never experienced a relegation fight. Don't, don't, don't ask really for there, things but... that you don't want. <laughs> exactly you don't want that don't even play like you do be happy with 11th place and move on to next season dude imagine if you were a west hand a wet spam supporter oh did you say just wet spam wet spam (laughs) well sorry sorry angel (laughs) they're near they're near top of the table in the ted lasso verse that's uh with Everton sitting eighth, and yes, Chelsea, I believe. Yes, fantasy is hot in the Fantasy is fun, That's isn't right. it? I, I think Chelsea was uh, sitting in sixth. Yes. Bite your arm off for sixth. My goodness. Um, yeah, I think you would great. at this point. I, I, actually, I actually asked Angel how she could be a West Ham supporter after watching this season of Ted Lasso, because I don't know. Nah. Ooh. It, make, is, it does uh, put a bit. It does put a bit a bit of bitter taste in your mouth. Yeah, for sure. no. For those of you wondering, this is uh, we're talking about Angel Whitworth, uh, Footy Mob Capo. Yeah, you see her Short at hair. the stadium every day. Short hair, um, long hair, 
and an extraordinary yeah. capo and a, and a great person. And one of and, and uh, one of and one of my good buddies, Zach Dunlap, and, our rigging gaffer, is also a West Ham fan, and I often tell him how sorry and, I and am. They understand. They understand pain. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, and this is great game against very... Arsenal, though. Two yep. days ago, got I'm Thank gonna you. give him that. I'll give him Look, that. As a Chelsea, as a Chelsea fan, I'm dealing with like a bourgeois problem here. Like, woe That's is kind me. Kind of true. It's so foreign to me that I don't know what the bottom half of the table feels like, like I mean, once. I think that's you know. why you're like this, though. You've never had to deal with this before. So you really that's don't true. know what to do with yourself right now. No. I will I, I will say this. Is it typical, though, that we had it with us, Mourinho? We, we had it. And then Conte came in and yeah. we got a trophy. I mean, we have. It's always the, fleeting. Out of the three of us that are sitting here, we're all fans of top six teams of the or sorry, big six teams. You know, not not one of us is a West Ham fan right now or like Everton or like, you know, somebody who's struggling or even one of the other clubs that kind of like, like we're not Norwich fans or something, you know, where they come up and then they go down. We're not from Fulham. You know what I mean? They Fulham's having a hell of a season. They're doing great. I know. But that's what I'm saying is that like, we don't know. We're not fans of these teams that are kind of like in, in no, that I range. only know I only we know only hardware. know success. <laughs> I only know so I only know lifting trophies. That's and, true. Um, but we're strange. also not English. So if we also were, true. we would perhaps would have grown up in a town, you know, that has its own like Birmingham or or like Wrexham or or like you know we'd be from all right. I'm you gonna know, confess from, from something Newcastle very... because we're 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 Jordies or something like that. I'm, you know what I mean? Since you're going off on that tangent, I'll close it out yes. with this. I'll, I'll I'll make a confession. The the okay. dumbest and, and and slightly embarrassing. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it embarrassing, but dumb. Uh, we all have our reasons, various reasons for um, the clubs we support. Sometimes it is a, a family thing, and it's passed down through generations. You know, I grew up uh, in the NFL, Cleveland Browns fan, um, so you know I know pain there. And the Cleveland Indians, because I was, you know, in Cleveland, and you were either a, a Pittsburgh uh, Steelers fan or a Cleveland Browns, or sometimes um, you just you you follow a player or a couple players to a club. A sure. lot of people went to Fulham because of Clint Dempsey, or sure, or uh, Everton because Tim Howard, or or what have you, and right. you learn to about the club and you learn to grow and, and love them and learn everything about them and their history. Chelsea. Yes. Uh, came about in, in my life because mm-hmm. many, many, many years ago, um, girlfriend at the time and I were just dipping our toes in, in the Premier League mm-hmm. and looking for a club to support and looking around and we landed on Chelsea because her name was Chelsea. Is it really that it's really that simple? It's really that dumb. I have a friend who's a Chelsea supporter for the exact same reason. Literally. Oh, so, there you go. Uh I have no family connection to it. I have no historical connection to this club. Uh that was a long time ago, 15, 20 years ago, something mm. like that. Um and since then I've, you know, I've loved this club and I've but that was the the genesis uh of it. So there you my, go. My dad was stationed, and we're still good friends. By the my way, my dad still was good. stationed during Vietnam. He is he, he was actually a radio man. He was just outside of London, and he told me that um, the best time he ever had during the entire time he was there was when he went to visit Liverpool and got to mm. see all the things that encompassed that. And um, I asked him if he took took in any games. Or any matches when he was there. This is in the, this is in 
1969, I believe. And he said, nope. But he remembers walking by Anfield and hearing the roar of the crowd on a Saturday morning or Saturday, excuse me, Saturday evening morning for us, Saturday evening for them. Um, Mm. And it just, the story was enough for me. That's it. That's sweet. That's That's way better than mine. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think that's that's awesome. Yeah. So Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yes. Yes. I'm a Shakespeare nerd. Okay. Tottenham Hotspur. Mm, okay. I, I, they, are okay for... named, they are actually named after Henry Hotspur. Oh, okay. So that's where the club, that's where the club name comes from. Um, and then, you know, doing further research, they are the historically Jewish team. So oh, interesting. Uh, it's a natural from North London. It was a natural. Sure. Like, okay. You know, the, the Harry Kane and the Christian Erickson was just an added bonus. Yeah, sure. Oh, Lord, you both have much, much better reasons than I I, do. All right. But here's the thing. You cannot throw a rock in in, in England and not have a club. So so for them, a lot of times it's where you're from. It's where you're born and where we're raised. Think about it like this. We got to choose our clubs. I did. So for us, I don't want to say it's not just we weren't just born into it. We chose it. And for that, I feel like it, it, it's just as special. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm being talked to by the the knight in, in Indiana Jones and uh, the Last Crusade. He chose holy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to shrivel Champagne up into problems. a skeleton and turn into dust. Yeah. Okay. A year and a, a year and a few months and I'm doom and gloom. And yeah. wait. And way to ruin my little sentimental little sign-offs like speech there. <laughs> I thought you told a beautiful story that was touching and heartwarming. And I know. And then I talk about we know we get to choose and, and then, how much more and then special I came, it is. I, I came in and I, I did exactly what Brighton did to us. I just crapped all over us. Just <laughs> crapped all over it. Alrighty. Aww. Well. Too bad. Thank you all very much. This has been a little bit longer. If you're longer, still uh, listening at this point, we appreciate it. We appreciate you still being here. And uh, you know what? I'd love to hear if if you've listened to this and you want to drop a few comments or what have you. How you came to support the club that you that chose? You support. Was it just was it just a name? Uh, did you like the animal? <laughs> did you like the animal? Do you enjoy uh, eating spam? Do you enjoy <laughs> eating spam? <laughs> There's yeah. a number of reasons that people can support the club. Yeah, All right, y'all. We'll yeah. be back next week, I do believe. Even though I will be in Florida, I should still be able to to do this thing. And hopefully we get a win against Chicago <sighs> with whatever personnel we, is we, available yeah, to us. Yeah, totally. And that'll be and an interesting see, uh, That'll be an interesting. we see this one out. For, yeah. Fortunately, I think it's a good opponent to face. We've had a lot of joy. We've had a lot of joy against, against Chicago, yeah. especially at we home, have- even though I think they're on a bit of a four or five game unbeaten run, so it we will also, not be sure. We've also thing. suffered a very miserable and embarrassing defeat. Totally shot the bed against Chicago, so this could go either way. Yeah, it could, it could. But if if it, we at least have, I think Almada will play. I I think we'll be all right. I don't think they've ever beat us in in our house, and that that one game was just a shit show anomaly. So. I think I think we'll be all right. Yeah. But in either case, uh, we'll yeah. be back next Sunday. Uh, probably Sunday night is what I'm thinking. It's like a 4.30 kick. Yep. 
Yes, Sounds good. 4.30 kick. It's a brunch match. Brunch match. Brunch cool. tailgate. Woo-hoo. Brunch match. All right. Well, we'll be back then. Until then, y'all be good. We will be back. Meow. Thank you.